Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 10th day of the 12 days of Bagged and Boardsmiths. Uh, I am Paul, and I'm here with my last pick for this year. Uh, and this time, I'm bringing not a movie and not something I... It, you know, just kind of have in the background. This is another movie, much like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where I sit down and watch, though it's not a movie. Like I said, it's a TV special, and it is Ted Lasso, uh, Season 2, Episode 4, Carol of the Bells. Uh, this did air originally during the summer, uh, you know, not part of the Christmas season at all, but... You know, it's on demand. You know, it's on Apple Plus. You can watch it whenever you want, as long as you're a subscriber. And I believe if you own an Apple product of some sort, I think they give you a year of Apple Plus for free. And I have to say, uh, Ted Lasso has, has aired now for two full seasons. Uh, looks like they're definitely going into a third. Uh, that's going to be starting to film fairly soon, uh, in, starting in February. So look forward to that. And it seems to be, you know, releasing during the summers so a little backstory of this episode it wasn't originally going to be aired it wasn't originally going to be made um ted lasso you know is, has been plotted out to be you know uh the first season just 10 episodes second season you know was written and plotted out as being also 10 episodes but then uh it was such a big hit uh you, you probably heard about it online if you're on twitter at all a lot of people were talking about how great ted lasso was starting in you know, August of uh, 2020 last year, where, you know, we were uh, neck deep in the uh, you know, lockdowns and everything here in the United States. And the show just had a uh, just uh, upbeatness to it and uh, a really just a hopeful attitude, I would say, that people just really found it endearing. Um, and since it became such a big hit, Apple took all their money and went to the writers, uh, who I don't know. Of, I'm guessing Jason Sirtakis is one of the writers. Uh, Brent Goldstein's one of the writers. I'm not sure of all the writers. And said, hey, I think Brandon Hunt as well. Um, hey, uh, can you do two more episodes? And they're like, no. And then Apple's like, no, you don't understand. We'll pay you more money for them. And they're like, okay we'll make two more episodes. So this Christmas episode is the first of the two extra episodes. Uh, it does feel, now that I watched it again uh, just this past weekend, I'm recording this on Wednesday, <laughs> the day before this airs. Uh, so I, day before this episode drops, I should say. Um, and I watched it uh, again this Sunday, the, the episode, Carol of the Bells. Uh, yeah, you can watch it kind of on its own it you do want to know who the characters are and i should explain that to you uh ted lasso is about a american college football coach uh that wins a big national tur tournament with a you know a small college you know team like he wins his divisional uh, championship he's kind of it gets it goes viral for his celebration with his team, so he becomes becomes kind of world you know world known, not world famous, but you know kind of known throughout the world, um, just from that viral you know clip. And so uh, he gets hired to become the coach of a English Premier football team, which we call here soccer. Uh, so 
It's a fish out of water story, a story about a man trying to find himself, uh, refine his way in the world after, uh, you know, going as he goes through a divorce and how he can best help the people around him. And that's really the crux of the sh- uh, of the show is, you know, Ted is constantly thinking about how he can help those around him him become better and be the best they can be and that's why everybody kind of like kind of fell in love with the show it's very uplifting in that way and here in this episode carol the bells we see people kind of rally around him and you know try to uplift him as this is his first christmas away from his family um as you know the divorce is settled in and he has an eight-year-old i think an eight-year-old son at home um maybe a little older um, and he's missing his family and the, the owner of the team, the person that hired him, uh, Rebecca comes and, you know, uh, kind of drags him out of his apartment to make sure he's not alone on Christmas and they do some good work together. You know, they do some charity work. Um, you see the team kind of all get together uh, and celebrate, uh, Christmas, even though a lot of the team really doesn't celebrate christmas you know they're from nigeria they're from uh you know there's this from haiti not that those parts of the world don't celebrate it just some of the you know people some of the team members don't and they mention it um which is always great sam uh one of the uh, soccer players is uh our favorite one of my wife's and my favorites and you know he's asked well what's he what does uh he's a character ask him wiggins asks him um what does Christmas mean to you? And Sam says, oh, it makes me think about colonialism. And it's like, oh, yes, of course, you know, we don't think about it. But yeah, it was, you know, that's part of it, you know. But it's all about uplifting. It's the dialogue isn't so much, you know, laugh out loud funny. Everybody's very clever in it. It's it's sharp witted. It's quick witted. I, I really enjoy that from this show. Um is it overly Christmassy? Yeah, they're handing out Christmas presents. It opens up with uh, the the captain of the of the football team, you know, dressed as Santa, you know, and they're doing a secret Santa gift exchange, you know, and Ted is there at home watching It's a Wonderful Life, and you th- think it might get a little dark here, and I got nervous, you know, when I first watched the episode, but it turns all around, and it's bright, and it's light, and... We have a hero in this, or a protagonist in this story. Um, I would say two of them, one being Rebecca, the other one being Ted, where they're just people just trying to do their best. And even the B, pl- you know, there's a B plot where, um, is it Wigan? Higgins? Higgins is, you know, has, you know, is just trying to throw, you have, you know, make sure that team members uh, or players for the team that are away from their homes have a place to spend Christmas. So he opens up his house to them with his wife. And, you know, there's some minor troubles of where everybody's going to sit and like, you know, whether or not they have the space for everybody, but they work it out, you know, and it's just a character trying to help, you know, and celebrate and uplift somebody. And the, I guess the C plot is, you know, uh, Roy Kent is just trying to help his niece with, you know, having bad breaths, you know, it's, you know, just having a medical, uh, kind of a medical thing going on where, and just trying to find a dentist that will see her on Christmas day, you know, 
or Christmas Eve. I'm not sure when it's actually, no, it's Christmas day. Um, so it's just everybody is, this is just trying to help each other out. Nobody's trying to make the best Christmas ever. Nobody's trying to get home for Christmas. So that way they can get a car. Nobody, you know, is, is trying to become, well, in Noel, I guess nobody's, you know, they were just, Noel is just trying to, you know, help out her brother be the best Santa he can be. So, you know, that's kind of similar in that vein. And maybe that's my overall, um, thesis for this year last year was you know uh christmas movies need to have you know characters that hope in something you believe in something bigger than themselves and see that hope not be squandered not be in vain but actually you know be transitory transitive to be uh come through and not only uh uplift themselves because they had hope in it and things you know have become better, but you know, it have helps transform the world or the situation they're in. And then this year, I, I like to see that, you know, we're moving past the late, uh, eighties, early nineties, you know, protagonists that are kind of out for themselves, you know, kind of just Scrooge ish in a way. And we have to watch them, you know, grow, you know, we, we can just watch characters and enjoy the wobbles and, Fables, I don't know, Fable Fobbles, I, I don't know the word, uh, of these characters that are just trying to do their best in the day-to-day, in their day-to-day. And, you know, their day-to-day can be extraordinary. Their day-to-day could be up in the North Pole, you know, and it can be a fun story that way. It could be that you're a American football coach, you know, and suddenly you're in the United Kingdom, a basically whole different world, you know. Um, and we can be motivated by these stories um, to just, you know, look around our, ourselves and look in, in inward on, on ourselves and see if we're, you know, you know, as we go through our day to day, if we're, we're trying to be the best we can be and also try to help those around us uh, be as good as they can be. I'm not saying you got to, you know, invite you open up your doors and invite everybody everybody over from the office to a Christmas party. They got better things to do, but hold the door over open for people. You know, uh, ask how people are doing. Check in. You know, don't overly pry. Just be there for people. I think I think that's what I've, I've taken away from both this episode of Ted Lasso and also from Noel. Um, just try to be there for people and. And make sure people are aware that you're there for them. Because, you know, maybe I, I don't call up my friends, like, every day, you know, and, and check in on them. But I hope that they're aware that if they ever need me for anything, yeah, I'll be there in a heartbeat. And, you know, I'll, you know, I'm never doing anything all that important, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can make the time for for, for them. And I, I hope that... Uh, you know, the people around me realize that and, you know, and I think that's the, that, that's the greatest gift we can, uh, that's the gift we can give to each other throughout the year. That's, you know, as, uh, Charles Dickens said, that's, that's keeping the Christmas spirit, uh, to live long year and, um, uh, this day and every day. So, all right. I, I wax philosophical on that way too long. Um, 
But no, give uh, Ted Lasso a shot. Uh, I think it's really enjoyable. I think, you know, the writing is, like I said, quite uh, clever in it. Um, gotta do, you do have to really pay attention to the dialogue because that's where all the humor is. Um, even though it seems like it would be a, you know, just a kind of slapsticky kind of goofy fish out of water story. It usually doesn't re- re- uh, rotate around that. Um, but I hope you have a very good Christmas. I hope that, uh, you know, when you go out and watch these movies and have fun, uh, either alone because you're busy getting that stuff done in your day to day and you just want something in the background to, uh, brighten it up. I hope you can be that bright spot for people, other people that, you know, as you go about your day, you're not dragging other people down that you, you're a bright spot, even if you're just in the background and no, nobody's really noticing. Um, you know, you, you'd be surprised by just having that kind of energy surround people, how, how, how you make things easier. So if you don't feel like you're being seen, well, you are, you know, you make a difference and, um, everybody, you know, is, is struggling along with you. So, all right. Um, that was even weirder. I should end this. I don't, I don't really know how to, I back myself into a corner, but Merry Christmas. Um, if you celebrate and have a very happy and uh, here's to an even better year because man, these past two years have kind of been a drag, but Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.